Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Welcome to everyone who's new to my podcast. Thanks for stopping by. I hope that whatever I have to share today sheds some light on your path. Be sure to check out my new outro when I'm done with the podcast. I have lots of opportunities coming up to work with me. And I'm so excited with all of the new things unfolding, which led me to the topic for today's podcast. When do you know it's time to give up or just yell plot twist? (laughs) Some of us are living almost like in a movie. Twists and turns are happening and doors are slamming shut for some and flying open for others. And I was thinking about this the other day, that so much of my life has just changed dramatically. And, you know, it's like we have in our mind, right, how things should be going. This, is, this should be occurring because I did this. And it's, again, this control issue of I need to know the details of every step of how this comes. So if you haven't heard me talk about this before, it's very important that, number one, we have a vision of our life, that we know what makes us happy, we know what we want to pull in, that we understand that. And whatever that is that makes us happy, it's not a, well, let me take an example, like, this is going to make me happy because I know I, I know I have to do this to achieve this to be happy. It's not a reward system from God. It's not that. It's universe just saying, what is it that you want? Okay, we've got it. Like you make your vision board or your vision book. If you've taken my spiritual boot camp ever, then you know all about that. And if you have not either looked at your vision board or book in a while, or you didn't complete it, or you don't resonate with it anymore, you may just be yelling plot twist, and it's time to change things. Some things have come up that I thought, you know, they've shown up, the things that I thought would make me happy, and I'm like, huh, I don't know. Like, okay, I enjoyed that, that was nice, but I'm not sure if that actually brought me the happiness I thought it would. So it's time to, you know, regroup, to, to look over your vision of your life and what it is that truly, truly lights you up with joy. So how do we know when it's time to just give up or dive into the plot twist that is happening for us? Everything is happening for us, and I hear you if you're like, that's a bunch of BS because I am struggling. You know, this part of my life is just in shambles, or maybe it's all parts of your life, or maybe you're flying high, whatever the case may be. That whenever something turns up unexpected. It's simply to take a breath and say, isn't that interesting? Because our human ego immediately wants to go into some kind of um, judgment about this. Why'd this happen? Oh my God. Um, We go through all the scenarios of stories. How did this happen? How did I call this in? What is happening around me? I don't understand. And You know, I was counting on this person, and they fell through, and now I don't have anyone, and now it's just, ah, all the stuff. So if we simply take a breath before anything, 
It's, it's actually a really amazing way to begin to reprogram your mind from jumping to conclusions or reactions, which causes a charge in your body. And the charge in your body is so often a negative charge. You know, we talk about that butterfly or that pit in your stomach or the stuff that happens. And it's just taking a breath like I am right now and saying, isn't that interesting? So I've been doing a lot of plot twist yelling lately. Now that does not mean in any kind of rash terms, I'm not screaming it, I'm just like, wow, okay, well, isn't this interesting? And allowing things to unfold without judgment so that I can quote unquote see with my spiritual senses so that I can see the bigger picture that literally universe is, is um, placing right in front of me. People find it hard to believe that I am playing small. And I have been for a while. And when I tell people that, they're like, what are you talking about? You have a podcast, you wrote a book, now you're on television, like all the stuff. And I'm like, nope, I'm still playing small. I know I am. There's several things that God has shown me were part of my mission that I'm still not doing. And one of them, if you've, I heard, I wrote, excuse me, I'll get the words out. I recorded a podcast a few years back. It was at a time when I was free from Lyme disease for about a year. So I had Lyme disease for eight years. I call it Lyme hell. And if you have any kind of chronic illness or disease, you're gonna definitely resonate with that. So I called it Lyme hell because you look good, but you feel like shit pretty much all the time. And I went misdiagnosed for five years. They kept saying, you know, I had the test done three times, came back negative. Well, once I was led to the right person, which was my naturopath, who actually just passed away this past year. But when I was led to her so many years ago, she did a, a test where you take your blood, a drop of your blood, and put it on a slide under a microscope. And as we were watching my blood, because it's actually still alive and moving, it's very fascinating. As we were watching my blood, uh, you know, these little spindly looking things, they look like tiny little worms in your blood. It's bizarre that so much is in one little drop of blood. <laughs> and in that one drop of blood, I was infested with these things, and it turns out they were spirochetes, which are the Lyme disease bacteria. I guess I'm going to call it that. I think it's bacteria. So I finally had an answer after five years of being to so many specialists who had so many different ways they wanted to treat me. One was saying, well, you have lupus. Um, if you take this drug and you feel better, then I'm going to know that's what you have. And I'm like, you're crazy. I'm not taking anything without you telling me what I have. Like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was even, see, my, my higher self, my intuition was guiding me, even with those specialists. One of the Lyme symptoms that a lot of people have um, is pain in your neck and shoulders and, and headaches out the wazoo, oh geez. And one, one specialist said, oh, well, we need to do a breast reduction for your neck pain. I'm like, well, what about the 40 other things I have on this list that I'm experiencing? I mean, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. So I went, I heard all of it. And my naturopath, you know, found her. Then I started the, I, I actually went to a specialist in New York, uh, Dr. Cameron. He is amazing. He's in Mount Kisco, New York. 
I mean, he's an amazing doctor, and I did his protocol, which is like triple the regular antibiotics for an entire year. You have to keep changing your antibiotics because the spirochetes are so smart. They um, can morph. They actually have a shell they can put around themselves if they realize that you're taking the drugs that will kill them. I mean, it's, it'll blow you away how smart they are. So anyway, I'm trying to make this a short story, um, but it is relevant with this whole plot twist stuff. When do we give up and when do we yell plot twist? Because at that moment, when I found out, you know, I never did stop trying to find out what was wrong with me. But when I found out it was Lyme disease, okay, well, plot twist, now I've got to learn how to take my body back. Well, first I didn't realize how difficult that was going to be with not changing anything but what I ate and taking the drugs that they were telling me. There was no internal work done, and that's going to be the key in a moment. I'm going to explain that. So taking the drugs for a year, the triple the dosage, I was sick, 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 sick. I was just sick from the medicine. I was sick from everything. It was one of the worst years of my life. And guess what? I still had Lyme disease. So then I went to the natural route. Okay, I'm going to try natural remedies. I'm going to do all the protocols. I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to do all the stuff they tell you to do because they'll tell you. Um, number one, that one thing they tell you is you'll never get rid of Lyme. I never let that sit in my mind. No way was I going to let that be my truth. Okay? First off the bat, I said, I will not have this forever, and I know that. So, did the natural route, and I would feel better. But I, quite honestly, I think the, I, I would feel good for about 10 days. That's the, the longest I ever felt good. And then it would, bam, here it came again. And if you have Lyme or you maybe are even a puzzle that they can't diagnose, that is usually very indicative of someone who has Lyme. I'm not saying you have it, but it's a good possibility. Um, I, I'm even going to drop a link in this podcast at the bottom of this podcast, so a link to the New York Lyme Disease Association so that you can check out the symptoms and see how many you have. So keep in mind that even have on that website how many false negatives. I, I think they give a percentage, I can't remember, but that I had the test done three times, came back false, I mean came back negative, but my intuition was saying you have Lyme disease. Thank God for the blood test that Lynn did, which showed that I absolutely was infested with Lyme disease. So, you know, I'm just uh, asking angels to help get better tests done, create better tests that are not these false negatives. So, did the natural route for a very long time, never got rid of Lyme. So I was, you know, there's several times when I feel like I've been at my rock bottom, like, help me, like, how do I, ugh, and that was, you know, in my yard, I talk about this, everything in my life was imploding. I mean, I was so sick, and nobody could, well, no, I'm sorry. That was, that was before I actually found out I had Lyme. Let me, um, get, let me think of my timeline here. So when I was, that's right, when I was actually pleading for help in every area of my life, that's when I found my naturopath. I believe, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So there came a time then I'm asking, please, God, what? I'm walking on the river behind my house, which is the river that's on the cover of my book, Stepping into the Light. And if you haven't gotten your free copy of that yet, get the link below. Um, get your free copy. It's an ebook, but get your free copy. Uh, maybe there's something in my book that can really help you on your journey right now. So I'm on the river and I'm like, 
come on, angels, God, I need, how do I get rid of this? Because I always knew I would. It was just this internal, I knew I would. How, what do I have to do? And uh, it was literally like a knowing all of a sudden. All right, are you finally ready? Are you ready to do the deep diving work? And we're talking the deep diving work into the murky waters of your soul. We're going to go in and start looking at those wounds, Julia, that you have carried forward in this lifetime and past lifetimes. And we're talking the shame, the guilt, the anger, the, the, all the shit, <laughs> all the stuff, everything. And it almost chokes me up right now. It is choking me up. <clears throat> because that was one of the biggest plot twists of my life. I didn't realize how much I had inside that was literally killing me, and it was my own doing. It was my own voice, my own disdain. <sighs> I had so much. And I had gone through life with this smile on my face. And there was a very wounded heart. Very sad and lonely. Hiding behind it all. I've been a people pleaser my whole life because as long as I'm making sure everyone else is happy, I didn't have to look inside. So that started it. And for a year, I worked very closely with the angels and God and Jesus and found wound after wound, everything. I did past life regression. It was so much with this lifetime. It was just a lot of stuff. And after a year, or I, I don't know how long it took. I'm just, I'm just picturing the year went by, and I was making dinner, and I was thinking about like how amazing I, I felt. Because every wound I healed, everything, whether it was a limiting belief or a program, something I'd heard, you know, you have this, or you're going to catch this, or if you eat this, this is going to happen. <laughs> Sorry for the sniffles. Um, or the, the guilt and shame that I had carried for a lot of years, my entire life, basically. I was cooking dinner and cut, in, cut a red onion down the center. And when the onion fell open, there was a lotus inside. I'm really... I'm surprised I'm getting this emotional, but maybe not. It's more of tears of realizing how far I've come and how grateful I am. Because when that onion fell open in this beautiful yellow lotus, which I have a lotus tattoo on my leg, <laughs> sorry, the sniffles, and I have a lotus with the Om symbol, which means God or unconditional love in the middle. And when that fell open, I heard God say, you know, I was showing gratitude of 
thank God I've been well this long. I feel so good. It's been such a long, you know, it had been such a long time since I felt like myself, whatever that is. <laughs> and when the onion fell open, that lotus was right there, and I just started crying. And God said, it's time. It's time to start teaching others how to heal themselves. And I said, no. <laughs> I said, I'm not ready. I mean, I was just showing gratitude that I was healed. And he's already saying, go do it. You have to go help them and teach them. And I was like, nope, not ready to do that. Another year went by. Here he came again with that message. You ready yet? I was like, nope. I don't know why I resist certain things. <laughs> I don't know why. It's our, who knows? You know, it's the bullshit stuff we have buried. Like, uh-uh. Well, it is going on five years now that I have been Lyme-free. It is amazing. It is beautiful. I'm on the other side of that veil of chronic illness. <laughs> the plot twist. God's slowing everything down right now in different areas of my life so that I would get super clear. I apologize for the sniffles. Um, so that I was able to <laughs> hear him loud and clear once again. Julia, it's time to level up. It's time to go bigger, higher, do more. And I don't mean more busy, busy, busy. You're supposed to be teaching this. You're supposed to be helping others heal themselves. You're supposed to be helping others write their books. You're supposed to be helping all this stuff. And so my own plot twist recently was when everything halted and I said, oh my God, I'm supposed to go on television. I was supposed to do this five years ago. Oh, interesting. I just realized I've been well for five years, going on five years. I was supposed to go on TV five years ago. But I said no. I wasn't ready. And so I'm going to say this. It is true what they say. What is yours will never pass you. It never will. It's not like someone else is going to get it or it's going to fall away. What's yours will never pass you. But you have to reach for it. And what I mean is, we got to get out of our comfort zone. We have to do stuff that scares us. We have to get past the things, the, the perceived blocks. There are no blocks. We are the ones that's a block. <laughs> we are blocking it because we're refusing to step up. At least I am, have been. Um, so, lots of plot twists lately. So, get on the television show. The next thing I'm getting ready to do is do a... a a reading for someone on the show that she will be airing the reading. Holy cow, that freaks me out. I don't know why. People say, why? You've been doing readings for years. You record them on Zoom. You email, email them out. I'm like, yeah, but it's not on TV. Like, I'm doing so much right now that scares the shit out of me. And each time I do it, I go, oh, my God, it really did turn out good. So I'm just yelling plot twist left and right. I'm yelling plot twist, and then I reach out and call someone and plan my live event for July 24th, 25th, and 26th. That is now my live event date. It is locked in. That is my birthday weekend. I cannot think of a better way to celebrate. That will be in the Scranton area here in Northeast Pennsylvania, so keep it in mind. I, I just want to say this. I know many of you are struggling. 
I have had moments where I thought I was struggling. And I'm going to say it that way because I wasn't struggling. I was being asked to yell plot twist. I was being asked to open another door, to close another door, to do the things that scare me the most. Because that is the only way that we grow spiritually. Do you know that? The only way that we grow spiritually is when we are doing stuff out of our comfort zone. We're not growing spiritually when we're just sitting around doing the regular, our own stuff, like the stuff we're used to. That's not growth at all. That's just comfort zone. I mean, yeah, you can be reading and listening to my podcast even maybe and thinking, I'm growing spiritually. Well, you're learning a lot, but is that growth? Growth is when you reach. It's when you take the leap. It's when you move out of your comfort zone. It's when you really, really lean into faith. And faith is not sitting and praying and saying, please let it show up at my door. Faith is, hey team, help me with this. Make it easy. Bring the right people. Open the doors. Close the doors. Help me let go. And I'm jumping right now. I'm going to let God be my net. His team's going to help me. That is faith. Faith is not having your vision your vision board or book, and waiting for something to show up before you reach for that. Okay? Momentum is key. Momentum going towards, I can't even tell you what God, God's been showing me. I've known it all along, the level that I'm being taken to, and I would never reach it if I just kept doing what I've been doing. I'm reaching every day. I'm, <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty amazing once you do start finally just throwing um, fear to the, to the wind. And I back to saying like over and over, fuck fear. Every time I get ready to do something that has scared me in the past, I'm like, fuck fear. I'm going to stop deciding how this is going to turn out. And I'm just like, I'm planning for the best and I'm moving forward. And if I have to yell plot twist, I'll do that. And then I'll just walk through another door. <laughs> when you're, and I want to add something here, your vision, your mission, your destiny Okay, that seed was planted in you. It was not planted in anyone else. I have tried to have partners several times, and what I realized is they have their own seed planted, and we have different seeds planted. And yes, we can collaborate with different ones, but it's, very, it's difficult to partner with someone when it's actually you understand your vision and your mission and are so strongly about that. So stand in your power of your vision, of your mission. And just decide that nothing can ever stop me. Nothing can stop me. Excuse me, sniffle, sniffles. So I'm stepping up. I'm doing what God's telling me to do. And it's not a, hey, you have to do this or else this doesn't show up. It's a, all right, Julia, are you you ready yet? Like, (laughs) um. You have valuable stuff that you need to get out there. So I'm not holding back anymore. And I'm back in the creating mode. I'm back in the writing mode. And so be sure to listen to my outro because there may be something coming up that really speaks to you that, gosh, I need to do this. Um, So much is happening. It's beautiful and it's amazing. Continue to call on your team to help you, okay? Help me, even if it's saying, help me see this 
in a different way. Help me understand how, what, what my part is or bring me the helpful people or help me let go of my limiting beliefs or get me off of the couch watching television and into my purpose because I have this idea of what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm just really safe sitting right here watching this show. Like, just throwing out circumstances, I mean, different ideas. It's just like when I had my car accident at the end of May, and my neck was very injured from what they told me. And so I kept going to specialists who were saying my neck was, their literal, word, their literal words were, your neck is fucked. Now, I stopped going to everyone because what do you think happened? That energetic shift started happening and my neck started being really, really in pain. And I decided I was done with that noise. I'd healed from Lyme disease, so of course I could heal my neck. And so that was mm, a couple of months ago maybe. And I am feeling fabulous. I am back to hot yoga three to five times a week. My neck is healing it is listening to me. It's not listening to the chatter out in the world. It's listening to me who says every single day, my neck is healed, I am flexible. All the things that I tell my neck that we can heal on our own, with our thoughts, with our vibration. So, when do we know it's time to give up? or to yell plot twist? Well, for me, it's never time to give up. Never, ever, ever. Think of everyone that you look up to, whoever that is, whether it's me, Tony Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, any actors, actresses, guess what? They had lots of opportunities where they could have given up. And they say no, they said no way no way am I ever going to give up on my dream. Walt Disney, another one who was turned down 170-something times by banks. I don't remember the number, 100-something. He never gave up. So I'm, I'm pleading with you. Don't give up. Maybe take a right turn instead of a left, or call someone else rather than relying on one. Or maybe you just get quiet and ask God and your angels and your team, what do I do next? What are my next steps? You show me. And allow them to bring the ideas, the thoughts, the ideas, the epiphanies. That's what's happened with me. Again, why I'm going to urge you to check out my outro after this podcast to see what's coming up next. I am sending so much love to you. You are such a magnificent creation, a beautiful light. You are God's child. God only wants the best for you. Perhaps it's time to step into that, expecting the best every moment of every day. Expect the best and nothing less, and do your part to bring it to fruition. The light in me sees the light in you. Namaste. I have several opportunities for you to work with me. The self-love solution 
A Guide to Healing Yourself from Chronic Illness and Disease is beginning January 22nd. It is five weeks with daily messages from me guiding you through your journey to complete health. It's everything that I did to heal myself from Lyme disease. I have been free for five years now. The next opportunity is my book club. Write your best-selling story. Start date is February 28th. There is limited seating. It is six months with me, two calls per month. Action steps, homework, I'll be writing alongside you. We are going to turn your story into your platform. Limited seating, so grab your spot as soon as possible. I am teaching my Healing with the Saints and Angels certification course once more. It is taught once per year. It is a live certification course. We are meeting February 1st and 2nd, a Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. It is taught live the entire weekend with me, and it includes Reiki 1 and 2 attunements. Become the miracle maker, the miracle healer, Get in now, limited seating. My Light Crew Academy is taking new students. This is for spiritual entrepreneurs who are ready to go big, to shine your light and create massive change in the world. Now, here's a kicker. If you get in at the full price, you get all of my other courses, even those listed along with this course. You also get admittance into my live event this July, July 24th, 25th, and 26th. That will even be included in your ticket price. So get in now into the Light Crew Academy. We cannot wait to have you aboard. You can also hop on my website, juliatreat.com, book a session with me, and even receive your free copy of my ebook, Stepping into the Light, the miraculous ways that our loved ones, angels, and guides are able to let us know they are near. I look forward to connecting with you. Have a blessed day.